Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us right now on the Schneider Orange Hotline to talk about the Big Ten's decision to return to the college football field is Pete Futak from collegefootballnews.com. Pete, how are you this afternoon, man? Uh, you know, happy. You know, it's we have Big Ten football coming back. I've lived my pretty much my entire life on and around a Big Ten campus. So, you know, there's a whole bunch of other issues and concerns. But for right now, I'm just kind of enjoying it. Yay, okay. we get to possibly see this happen again. I'm happy too, Pete. I'm happy too. I want college football. I want college football. I want, as I said at the beginning of the show, I want as many sports played as possible. Like, even the sports I don't watch. I want the MLS back. I want it all back. I just want everybody to have as normal a life back as they can possibly have. But I have I I have some concerns about the Big Ten returning. And what I said at the beginning of the show was was this. When when they shut it down, I was borderline shocked because I don't expect the NCAA or any of their subsidiaries to turn away money. I thought things had to be really really bad for them to just call off the football season. Now, if something changed, I'm I'm totally okay with getting these kids back on the football field. So what has changed for the Big Ten to make this decision, Pete Futek? I have been a Big Ten apologist from the start, and I think all the arguments, all the complaints, all these things, it's the wrong, it's been the wrong game almost that everyone is playing. They're, like you said, they're assuming that a billion dollar company thinks it's good business to not take hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. And so, uh, so, the Big Ten, I actually think, and it's the, the strangest part about this is no one buys what might be the truth, which is that the Big Ten presidents were actually worried about player safety. Like, it, it's, I'm a little more skeptical than that. I always kind of thought that the timing of things had to do with when tuition money came in and other factors and certainly liability things. But at the same time, I do think that they, they actually were concerned that, look, we don't have this. Now, it does depend on risk tolerances and things like that. And it's kind of hard, though, on the backdrop of everything else. Like, of course, I want Big Ten football back. I run a college football website and I love the sport. Uh, but at the same time, look, I went to Wisconsin, and, you know, they're on a two-week lockdown. They were in Michigan State's on a two-week lockdown. Ohio State's canceling spring break. Illinois has got an outbreak, even though it's done everything right. Michigan students are taking their classes from dorms. It's not like the schools themselves have this. It's not like they have this figured out. The one game changer, and this is the one misstep the Big Ten made, is they didn't do what the Pac-12 did, 
which was come out with why they're not doing, why they had postponed. The Pac-12 just flat out said, we don't trust these tests. We don't think we've got reliable enough tests to do this. And the Big Ten had the same thought, but now things have changed. Now you have the rapid advancement in tests that, you know, the older ones just had too many false positives, and they think that this one's going to be a whole lot better, more reliable, safer, cheaper, the whole thing. And they've done enough research on the myocardial side to think, okay, we might be able to do this. So, all right, let's just hope it's all safe and happens, but we're going to have to kind of trust them at this point. So, but you are you are giving them your trust or at least benefit of the doubt that they, yeah. they're returning to football because they feel like it's safe to return to football and not because of public or political pressure or the hundreds of millions of dollars that they are set to lose. Oh, two different things. I absolutely think they're returning because of the hundreds of millions of dollars they're going to lose, except the, the problem with that, though, is there's not going to be fans in the state. They're not getting that money. They're getting the TV money. Uh, but, no, it, football will be, be fine. But, you know, canceling a bunch of other – keeping other sports canceled is going to still be on. Uh, but in terms of the pressure, no. I, it's the big freaking 10. I mean, it's, it, people kind of underestimate what a massive corporation this is in terms of uh, dollar amounts and what it does. And it doesn't – like I kept saying to everyone, oh, this is a PR disaster. Like, okay, so, you know, who cares? Everyone's begging for the product. Everyone's going to come right back. It's not like Ohio State fans are going to go jump ship and go root for another school. You know, it's there. Everyone's going to come back. Everyone's a Big Ten fan, and they're just trying to figure out how to do this the best way possible. So, uh, it, it's they want the money, and they think they can kind of do this. And all right, let's go from there. And they're kind of doing this really without without any sort of safety net. They plan on playing. They plan on fourteen schools playing eight games in eight weeks. Now, I know you're not a, yeah. I know you're not a, I know you're not a medical expert or an epidemiologist. You cover oh, I college am. football. I, I, I am one. I've decided I've decided I am one. <laughs> we all, we all. Do you think it's unrealistic for the Big Ten to think they're going to pull off 14 teams playing eight games in eight weeks with no wiggle room. I, I was ranting earlier in the show that Rob Manford in Major League Baseball gave themselves no wiggle room in the way that they put together this schedule. And, and what's a wacky year? And look, I know these are difficult circumstances that all these organizations are working under, but that seems like a risky proposition to me to sort of put this schedule together with no safety net. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think so. I mean, look. I, would, I was giving the Big Ten all sorts of praise and love throughout all this uh, for its original schedule, where they did it right. They had all these built-in fail-safes. They had at least three different uh, potential backup plans for weeks that you could have changed around games. Uh, you had Michigan and Ohio State going early, so heaven forbid something went wrong, they could play it later. And I was, I've been dogging the SEC throughout all this, where – my gosh, the, the idea of playing 10 games in 11 weeks and putting Alabama-Auburn on Thanksgiving weekend in the second-to-last game, good luck with that. You know, that's, that's just built for a disaster in terms of scheduling, uh, figuring out the schedule and adjusting things around. Eight games in eight weeks, eh. Now, I know Barry Alvarez has come out and said that there's going to be this ninth week or championship. I don't think it's championship week. I can't remember what they call it, but championship something. And... The two teams that don't play, play in the conference championship, everyone else gets one extra game. I'm thinking that's going to be kind of that game where uh, you get a you get a team that maybe has got 
uh, I think maybe three wins and maybe needs a fourth win to get bowl eligible or however this is going to work. I think that's probably going to turn into more of makeup games than just two versus two, three versus three and down the line. Okay, so how how are they going to handle this? Talking with Pete Futak of collegefootballnews.com. If there are positive tests, what what's going to what would shut down the Big Ten? I, and I know people don't want to hear that, but what what's worst case scenario here that would shut down the Big Ten or shut down a program if we start seeing positive tests? Yeah, shutdown's almost the wrong way to put it. More like pause. Okay. Uh, where they're saying is they've got the a green zone, green, orange, and red are, are their co- color coded words, and it's something like zero to two percent. Uh, positive rates, you're in greenish orange zone. Two to five, you're in orange zone. And 5% positive test rates mean that the entire football team has to take a timeout for seven days. So it's not canceled. It's not, they're just saying, okay, the team has to, take a, has to be off for seven days. With that said, though, the harsh part about this is the players getting tested. Like right now, if players are tested in, for many schools, and they come back fine, then, okay, you just come back on campus. If a Big Ten player gets is tested positive, 21 days, boom. That's pretty much going to be at least half the season, depending on when it happens. Uh, and so, look, it's, it's, I think that's, one, just to be safe, and, two, as it's sort of a, a kind of an incentive to be like, dudes, don't go to that house party. You know, just, you know, don't do things, you know, don't go on a party bus. Don't go doing crazy college, you know, <laughs> student stuff because so, if you do and you get it then you want to play well you're out three weeks if uh you get tested positive pete that so, that party bus right, pulls up that party bus pulls up in front of your dorm it's hard to say no man it's hard to turn that down even even in the middle of a pandemic you're a 19 20 year old kid party bus pulls in front of the in front of the house or the dorms and you're I'm over twice that age and if a party bus pulls up right now i'm popping up <laughs> <laughs> One more for you, Pete. What does this do in terms of in terms of the Big Ten's place in in the college football playoff with with an eight game schedule? Will they will they still get consideration of the of the playoff committee, or have they been eliminated? Absolutely. Okay. All right. No, absolutely. There's there's no way the the, the college football playoff is going to adjust and adjust as it goes along, and it said from the start. We're just uh, their job is is to just judge whoever's playing. And so, okay, if we've got, you know, 30 teams playing, we're going to take the four best teams out of the 30. Uh, if we've got, you know, 90 teams playing now, which is what it's going to be uh, with the Big Ten coming back, all right, we're going to still go with it. If a Big Ten team goes 9-0 and with the Big Ten championship, it is absolutely 100% rock solid not going to be in the college football playoff. That is Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. You can follow him at Pete Futek on Twitter and a guest frequently right here on the Bill Michaels Show. Great stuff, Pete. Thanks a lot, man. Anytime. You have a good one. And Pete Futek joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. They're hiring drivers right now. They work hard, you work hard, and they treat you fair for 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Give them a call at 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.